This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Welcome to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael with you. We're dealing with tough questions about culture, and we've been given a question here today, Michael, that is quite a a doozy. A doozy. Yeah, that's the way. I, that was the term I was thinking about. Um, so here's our question. My Christian friends are lesbians and are trying to get pregnant. How should I respond? Okay. So this week we're trying to lose friends. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently we're trying. Yeah. These questions are not the easiest ones to answer. Yeah, but this is real. I appreciate the heart of the question. There's a few issues here that we have to tackle one at a time that make this very complicated. So the first thing that we have here is is the question asker gave us more content than just There's this question. There's a lot more to this question than just what we read. So she says at the end, I will lose her as a friend if I actively say to her that I don't agree with her lifestyle. Wow. All right. So let's let's build let's just build, let's build this discussion. This. One of the most challenging, we'll say cultural moves that just kills me. Is and and I'm gonna, I'll put my cards on the table here. I think conservatives and liberals both have crazy amounts of issues, and mm-hmm. it's a weird world. But it's it feels like it's been almost exclusively a liberal agenda to frame life and friendships like this. If you don't agree with me, I can't be your friend. I can't be your friend. Yeah. You're immoral. Yep. You're a bad person. Yeah. If you don't agree with my values, my lifestyle, etc. It's interesting because um, there have been a handful of people in my life that I I don't agree with what they do, but I'm still friends with I, them. I can and still love them and be their friend. I don't have I actually don't have a lot of condemnation for them. I uh, especially if they're not a Christian, I honestly could care less. Mm. There are people who I'm friends with that they know I think they're going to hell, but that doesn't mean that I don't enjoy them and love them mm-hmm. and trust them. And you know what I mean. So like it's interesting though that um, it is it is a. A very liberal move. It's part of the ethos and culture now that if you're not supportive of all of my decisions and my identity, then uh, you a don't love me. You're a terrible person. You're, you're unsafe. Yeah. I can't be around you. I can't even listen to you. Sure, which is just sad uh, to me. So here's the reality that I would have to say to this person: um, you're not really friends because because yes. you can't have the hard conversation and disagree and still love each other. When I can't be honest. Right. And love despite my honesty, that's not real friendship. So as long as I've, I mean, you're hiding, but it's sad because for you to look at this person and say, yeah, I don't think this is a lifestyle that God approves of, their automatic determination is you reject me. So that's just real. This is part of what's going on here. And your friendship isn't real. Mm-hmm. That's number one. Number two is uh, in the explanation, the world, the the woman who's asking the question basically says that uh, her lesbian friends um, were Christians. They didn't like the position a pastor took, so they left the church. They left the church. But there seems to be a Christian identification here, which brings us to a principle we've actually addressed on this podcast, which I'm going to say it quickly, but it's actually one of the most um, emotional, difficult principles in Scripture. And here's the basic principle from 2 Corinthians 5, I believe. Uh, Can you confirm that for me real quick? But um, Where basically Paul says... um, don't associate with immoral people. But by immoral people, he says, I don't, he actually goes out of his way to say this. I don't mean non-Christians because- yeah, He's talking about Christians. Yeah, because if you if you had to disassociate from immoral non-Christians, you had to disassociate from everybody. He says, I'm talking about people 
who explicitly proclaim the name of Christ, who called themselves brother. If there's a person who says, I'm a Christian, and they persist in sin, then don't even eat with such a one. And he has a whole bunch of different lists. Sometimes there's sexual sins or drunkenness or uh, he has this whole, he doesn't pick out homosexuals. He just picks out this broad list of very typical sins that Christians would say, I'm a believer and I'm not going to stop doing these, these things. And they justify them. And he says, look, if they're a believer and they're calling, they're bearing the name of Christ and they will not stop doing the things that the word of God with clarity says are sin, you just need to walk away. This is not a friendship that you need to have. Don't even eat with such a one. doesn't mean you need to be a jerk. He never says be a jerk to them ever. He's basically saying like, th that's not a relationship that you can have in the church, okay? Unfortunately, if this person is professing the name of Christ um, and they are living a lifestyle that is opposed to God's word and they will not change, um, that's a friendship that's not viable biblically. The, the real question that you're asking, which is my Christian friends are, you know, lesbians trying to get pregnant. How should I respond? It's hard because um, you want to be loving. And you also, here's the deal. There's a third party that could be coming into this family sure. that is of infinite value. So mm -hmm. here would be, here would be my personal posture. Um, my personal posture would be um, trying to help them uh, get whatever they need to support this kid. I'd love to be in this kid's life. If they're not Christians, I really, again, I don't have a lot of judgment for them. Mm -hmm. Support the kid. Do whatever you can. Supporting a child is different than, than going to a wedding. These are very yes. different categorical yes. questions. Mm -hmm. So if I had two non-Christian friends, they invited me to their wedding. If it was their gay wedding, I wouldn't go. If they invited me to their baby shower, I would go. If they were not Christians. If they're Christians, we're talking a whole different category. Mm -hmm. This is where really good theology and application have to be nuanced mm -hmm. because the Bible has a very different framework for how we relate to non-Christians than how we relate to Christians. Agreed. So big picture is that you got to take this issue out of the category of, of going to a homosexual wedding. Okay. Um, now that being said, I would I would probably do whatever I could to help this couple have what they needed to raise this child the best they could. This child's going to After it. they had the baby. Yeah, for sure. If this woman does not know where you stand, again, we have a bigger issue here. Yeah, you should have already made that clear beforehand. Right. And I, I would say the if more foundational friend, thing, that. yeah, the more foundational thing is, I think you need to be straight with your friend, no pun intended, mm. um, with where you're at. Yeah. And if they can't love you, then you're going to have no place with their child anyways. Mm -hmm. This relationship is over. Sadly, the the liberal movement has framed the this issue that if you don't agree with me, you hate me and mm -hmm. you're a bigot and you're a yeah. terrible person and you're immoral. Um, and that's sad because um, a lot of, I think there could be actually a lot of great friendships that where two people have very different worldviews. And, um, you know, it's interesting. I can, I, I think of a buddy of mine who's really good friends with a Muslim. Both of them think each other's going to hell. <laughs> you know what I mean? And uh, they are such close, dear friends. Yeah. And um, they trust each other. They love each other. They obviously have different holy books. They believe different things. And, sure. And, and to me, like, it's funny because I almost find this to be a uniquely Christian thing where, look, man, I don't need agreement with you on the most important issues of my life for me to love you and trust you and really want to spend time with you. But unfortunately, that seems to be growing increasingly an exclusively Christian attribute, mm -hmm. which is why non-Christians hear that. And they're like, that's ridiculous. And as, for me, I'm like, I if if you're a non-Christian homosexual that 
I could be friends with you. I'm yeah. sorry. Like if yeah. you're a Muslim, I could be friends with you. I could trust you. I could, you know, and as long as you respect me, mm-hmm. yeah. we can have a level of friendship. We have a level of friendship, you know, like um, you don't want me to indoctrinate your kids in Christianity. Okay. Don't indoctrinate my kids in your LGBT right. movement agenda. Yep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we can both, we can both work around this as long as we really respect each other. But that, which used to be a possibility is becoming no longer possible because right. of, we'll say, the the liberal movement's agenda and ideas, and and um, they're indoctrinating an entire generation with what I would just call un, un, unusual and sad intolerance. Right. So, I mean, if we just take the the big view here, my my actual biggest encouragement to this person would be pray, 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 and then have the honest conversation. And at that point, yeah, likely, I think that's what they need to do is have the honest conversation. Yeah, the friendship will be over. But you, here's how I would, pre- I would preface it like this. I want to tell you something. There are things about me that you, you're not going to agree with. Uh, and there are things about you that I, I am not going to agree with. But I want to let you know something in the front end. Agreement is not a requirement for me to love you, be friends with you, hang out with you, spend time with you, build into you, and trust you. Mm-hmm. It might be for you, and I and I want to give you the option to to so that's just a reality. But I want you to know this: I don't need you to believe what I believe, think what I think, value what I value, see the world the way I see the world for me to love and trust you. Mm-hmm. So, from my end, you're you know here's the issue: the Word of God teaches me that this is that this is sin, and and so I agree with God on that. But the Word of God also teaches me you're infinitely valuable, and just because you have maybe this thing in your life, this thing in my mind doesn't define you. Mm. And um, so I I love you no matter what. And uh, I can actually hang out with you and your your partner or your husband or your wife, whatever it is. And um, your issue isn't with me, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So like, I'm not going to make it my issue. Now that's if they're not Christians. And if they are a Christian, that's, that is a different level of conversation. Mm-hmm. We've yeah. addressed stuff like yeah. that in podcasts here previously, but I do feel bad for the person because it's a hard conversation. It's uncomfortable. And here's what you need to be prepared for. No matter how you have the conversation with 97% likelihood, <laughs> they're going to reject you. The, the relationship will be over and they will slander you. Yeah. And in and your community, you will be seen now as that person. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's, that's going to be real. You need to be prepared for that. Um, and that's where... That's where the liberal movement is taking culture on this issues. It is literally dividing families and friends. Um, and honestly, I, I just don't think it needs to be that. But again, I'm saying that from a uniquely Christian perspective that loves diversity and, and does, is not bothered by it. Well, listeners, come back next time when we start answering questions that are hard from the Old Testament scripture about kids, such as... Why does God allow children to be punished with their fathers in the Old Testament? Here's another one. Why would God command Moses to destroy all the Midianite women and children in Numbers 31? Hard things. Yes. And uh, we want to be able to address hard subjects. Hard subjects.